Welcome to Fusion Talk with Anuk and Steve. Wow, busy week, busy week. It was very busy <laughs> with speaking in uh, collapse days, Bremen. <laughs> yeah, we'll cover that in a minute too. So we're back at Dots again here in sunny Antwerp. Sunny, where did you saw the sun? <laughs> I'm being hopeful. <laughs> I'm being very hopeful. So uh, if you want to position us, uh, you can look on um, Google Maps, have a look for Antwerp, find the Sports Palace. Uh, it'll shine up in a bright light and we're about, I don't know, 500 meters from there, I suppose. Yes. So, and that is Dots, which is a great work center here in Antwerp. And uh, it's nice and halfway between you and I. <laughs> and and we get to sit in the kitchen here at the workplace and we sit and record, which is all very cool. It's just a very nice location. They have done some amazing things with it. It's very neat. Very neat. And so they have an office dog. And they have an office dog, yes. Today we met the office dog. Do we know what the name was? No. Oh, we are very, very poor pet lovers then. We should have asked what the name of the dog was. It was very cool. Came and said hi a few times. So, yes, Bremen. Yeah, we talked in Bremen together. We did a fir- our very first session together. We did. How much, What score do we give ourselves? Mm, an 8 out of 10, maybe? 8 out of 10. Yeah, you're definitely a glass half empty, aren't you? I think <laughs> I'd go with 8.5. <laughs> there is room for improvement. For Always. But for our very first time presenting together, it was very nicely done. Was you nervous before we started? I just had done a session before, so... <laughs> That's true. Your nerves are already gone. <laughs> that was very good. We did um, uh, transformation... Uh, no, we did... Business transformation within Power Platform. That's it. Business transformation with Power Platform, where we basically talked uh, around the model that we've mentioned before here uh, about business and IT working closer together, which brings us on to the subject later today where we kind of want to try and investigate a little bit or talk through why business and IT don't seem to like each other. Are we going to share the model that we have created in a nice diagram with our listeners? We will do. But whether we do that now or not is another question because we haven't prepped for it. But we might do that in a little (laughs) bit. We'll see where we go. Let's do a few shout outs first, though, because uh, Colab Day's uh, Bremen was brilliant because of all those cars. (laughs) Boys and their toys. Yes, the location <laughs> was very, very nice. The, the cars in there, the bikes in there, it was very nicely done. It was a great event. It was uh, small, cozy. Uh, the building was an old harbour building, I guess. Um, uh, somebody was telling us uh, whether you were there or not on the conversation about what it used to be like 20 years ago. Oh, yes. It was Sandra that was telling us what it used to be like and how much they've yes. done it up. Um, and uh, and basically, it's uh, got some really interesting businesses in there. It a uh, lot of car restoration companies. Well, maybe just a couple, but lots of cars. Fully or restored. not all the same? No, there was two or three different garages. Okay, I thought yeah. it was one big. Uh, you needed to company. be a boy to spot <laughs> that, obviously. So no, there was uh, some restoration. So there was at least eight. Uh, Ford Mustangs uh, that was older than 1965, and that was wonderful. 
I know it's your was, dream car, but... There was car, a black one and there was a blue one. And then we are not here to one. talk about cars. Oh, we're not? Ah, oh, damn. But that was pretty cool. Uh, all the same. Um, and, uh, and then there was a tattoo studio. Um, a very special one, yes. <laughs> it was strange, wasn't it? It was a bit like office cubes. You got your little cubicle in your office, but each one had its a tattoo artist in it. And they were all full. Yes, they were all full. So you can see them live at working on a tattoo with someone so that was very yeah. nice to would, do would you want to be there in front of all those people having a tattoo done no actually wrong answer depends where you're having the tattoo <laughs> no not even doesn't matter where i wouldn't do it in front of all of the people no but one or two people there when they would look at the window they could do nothing but smile at us <laughs> it was just interesting oh look does that hurt are you, are you gonna cry in a minute and they're all listening they're going no it's fine it doesn't hurt i'm having a needle jabbed into my arm but i'm cool yeah that was fun uh, there was a couple of restaurants in there yep. and uh and then of course there's also a business in there which uh, is Daniel Wessel's video uh, business or part of the business he works for. And Daniel, you created an awesome event. Yes, it was very, very nicely done. And everything about the furniture they put in there for lunch, it was all into the team of the cars. And it was. it was just perfect. Yeah, it was a great event. I mean, it's the second time I've done it there. Uh, and uh, I will go back again. And if uh, next time you see Colab Days uh, Bremen come up, um, arrange to go see it. Go visit. It was great. And again, if we yes. have speakers, uh, register to speak there because it is worth doing. And dinner was excellent the night before. The speaker dinner was so much fun. Yes, we had a lot of fun over there talking with people we know from Belgium or just meeting new people, and it's always nice to do. Yeah, and we miss people, of course, because some of them came in Friday and then went. So yes, but, and so we miss them. So, um, Sergey was there. Serge, uh, Luca. Sergey, Luca, yeah. and Isabel. And Isabel, guys, we were waiting to see you, but you'd already buggered off. Thank you for waiting for us, or not? <laughs> <laughs> no, so they had to travel back and stuff. And it was a bit concerning because we drove over there together, and it was snowing. Yes, we had <laughs> snow when we were <laughs> driving. <laughs> And we weren't, or I wasn't prepared with my clothes at snow. <laughs> no, neither was I. I had to buy some, remember, on Friday morning. I had to buy a new fleece. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it was a very nice fleece. Actually, it's, it, it, this is a story for Moraine, because um, the whiskey that I bought by mistake. So I went looking for a fleece, um, and uh, the shop was not open, the fleece shop. And two doors down, Five minutes waiting, yes. there was a whiskey store. Uh, which was open. So we just went to pass some time and have a look. All right. Yeah. And so I bought a nice bottle of Edrador, which uh, Marina and I will taste on the next edition of uh, Office 365 Distilled. Did you just bought one bottle? No, I bought two bottles of Edrador. I bought, uh, <laughs> thank you for reminding me, I bought their standard 10-year-old, but I also brought a special, uh, I think it might have been 10 or 12-year-old, but it had been... Um, uh, this is like boys and toys and cars, me talking about whiskey, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yes. anyway, very quickly, it was a Sherry Butt uh, special edition, so uh, we will taste that one. So if you want to hear about that, listen out for the next edition of Office 365 Distilled. And then final shout out, because the lady was intriguing, is Sandra Keel. Yes, she is. She 
was talking about her job and I find it very interesting. Fascinating. In learning technology and learning code by playing mind Minecraft, by playing games. Gamification, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was pretty cool. And because uh, uh, I'm not a big fan of gamification, it's never been really successful for me. But um, I got a bunch of blue collar workers this might actually be quite useful but is it not successful for you because you don't know how to do it or just because you don't want to i know what minecraft is <laughs> but i when i've tried gamification to do change and adoption um it's not been as successful as you would think it would be but you know the way she was talking she was taking a different approach i really quite liked it yeah so uh yes sandra i'm still uh on my list lady lady to uh to chat to catch up and uh and see where we go with that so yeah it was a great weekend it was it was very fun great weekend um when are you speaking next uh modern conference workshop in paris ah. next month I don't know whether I have any more on my agenda, but it's a, my time at the moment is a bit tight. So, so um. I will be in Paris and I will be presenting again the first one that I did in Bremen about uh, making your SharePoint intranet attractive again with Viva Connections. Yes, uh, getting people in through MS Teams went yes. very well as well. Yep. Raised a few questions. It did. Uh, it gives me some extra ideas to extend to my sessions to improve it. Yeah. So it will be a little bit different in Paris, but the most of the business will be the same. Version 2, new and improved. Yes. Good, good, good. All righty. So we had quite a few questions come out because actually the drive out, we sat talking a lot about this stuff because we had time in the car and we did something yep. stupid. Well, we didn't really do something stupid, but we said, don't go on the motorways. So this is a four-hour journey that turned into a six-hour journey. Uh, but seeing as we've got lots to talk about, we decided to uh, to take that difference. And actually, with all the snow around, it was a bit better for us, I think, than, yep. than going on the motorway. But yeah, so that was an interesting process. So what we are going to talk today uh, is actually one of the questions they raised yes. in our session. And... We didn't have a direct answer to that question when we were presenting, but when driving back, we were talking about it and we found out this could be a great subject for a podcast. Correct. It's amazing. Uh, I think we also did a whole bunch of other mind mapping on that journey back as well. It was uh, yes. time to working time, working time. All right. So, yes, we were basically... The, the presentation itself, just for those that didn't see it... Um, was basically kind of looking at how and what techniques we can use to the the business requirements are shared and accepted by IT. And we have a model for it, which we'll cover in a future podcast because we still need to refine it a little bit. But basically, mm -hmm. we identified which parts of that um, uh, design system were business and which parts were IT and which parts were business and IT. So, for example, we started off with need. You know, yes. so there has to be a problem to resolve, and then business has that problem. But do they really trust IT enough to actually? Um, get, get, I've distracted myself now. That was silly because I went miles away. Um, but do business trust IT enough to go to them and honestly and openly say, "We've got this problem. Can you help us resolve it?" 
most of the time they just say we need this kind of software and IT needs to start asking, but what is the issue? Where do you want it for? What is going to resolve it for you? Yeah. Or why? Just why do you need the software? No, I agree entirely. I think that they the, the, the old shadow IT stuff is starts from the fact that there's that lack of trust. As if to say, hey, this is not a problem. Because um, if you imagine, for example, I've got a problem with my invoicing for my partner, all right, or my my supplier, you would go to IT finance and expect them to resolve it. But IT problems, many times they won't go to IT. They just say, hey, this is not working, or they you know, raise a ticket and expect yeah. something to happen. It's difficult. So, yes, we were talking about how you really need to try and build that trust up. And we decided that, hey, all right, have we ever really thought about what it is that stops the business and IT aligning? I think there are many reasons why they don't align, but communication is one of them. Do, and do, do you think they talk a different language? Um, they maybe don't talk different language, but they do think different. They think about different goals they want to achieve. Um, the obviously, everybody has different silos, but I just wonder whether IT talks IT language and business talk closer to what the organization is or the company does, and that IT probably doesn't get involved in the business as much as they should do? They do. It's most of, most of the time it is, and um, that's why I say communication is one of the biggest issues they have. So how do you improve that communication then? Um, improving it is not that easy. You need to be, even business and IT needs to be able to ask each other questions and to challenge each other to get the right information back and uh, for IT it can be at, they can ask questions and they start thinking like alright then we need to have this web service or this API call while they don't need to mention those words to business. Ah, so and basically IT need to try and talk the language that business need to talk and business need to understand that IT... They need to be able to have... <laughs> no, they need to be able to um, communicate at a level that everyone is understanding. Yeah, if business is going to explain to someone of IT their entirely process about... When an invoice is coming, they need to send it over to those kind of those managers needs to approve and they need to sign there and and they need and then it need to go there. IT doesn't understand always, so no, I guess they that's both need to true. be able to change a little bit in communication. So one of the things is we need to improve, communi improve communications. We've got some ideas which we'll get onto in a little while. But it's quite interesting that. Um, this old distrust thing, I know this is a bit of a new, I know I'm stressing this idea a little bit more, but the more I talk about it, the more I kind of see some really examples on it. So we're working on a, a project where we're trying to, um, where we bumped into a business issue around shared mailboxes. So I had a job of migrating a bunch of shared mailboxes and we migrated those shared mailboxes and we did a, a hundred of them and the business was complaining bitterly because uh, when you move into the cloud, shared mailboxes have problems with, with um, uh, oh, well, let's just sort of say latency issues and things like this. So we had to move them into web browser stuff. And of course, then they suddenly started listing a whole bunch of functionality 
that they've been using uh, that we didn't know anything about and they never told us and we talked to them we did we tried uh, and so they do categorization they were using tags they were using all kinds of things to be able to use their email as a ticketing system for example and that typified me that said if IT does not give the business the solution that they need then they'll go and find their own solution yes and that was a, that is a typical scenario of that lack of working together, that lack of trust. But we made something for it. So I now you guys need to start testing it and see ah, how yeah, it yeah, will yeah, work. Yeah, 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 you're right, we do. So, I mean, well, we can follow that one through a little bit. But um, I sat and worked out what it is that they were doing. And then we started looking at uh, Microsoft 365. And we have some rather cool ways now where we're actually moving emails into MS Teams sites as list items. So they become tasks that can be managed. Uh, through workflow and stuff like this. And, and yes, we have that code We had cut. communication over it. So you are talking with the business side of it. Correct. You are, have talked with all of your business users. And after that, you talked with IT about how we can fix this. So, Correct. But even when, even when you try and engage with, with the business a little bit, we did some demonstrations and we emailed like 15 or 20 of them and said, hey, come and have a look at this. And we had two people turn up. Actually, we only had one and a half people turn up. We had one person for the full hour and one for half of that time. So, so even though you try somewhere along the way, um, there, there's still some kind of breakdowns and stuff from there, but that's okay. So communications is one of them, one of those objectives. I think it's key. Um, we all have different jobs to do. IT yes. have one set of jobs to do. The business has another set of jobs to do. The priorities are different for every one of them. And um, if you want to create a good solution, then they need to have uh, a little bit more priority from both sides on this uh, particular uh, uh, issue. No, I agree. I, th I think that it's not always just about priorities because at the end of the day let's assume i don't know we make chicken soup and put it in tins that's what our business does so everybody knows that our goal is to make chicken soup uh, and if it are the people that you know have to put the systems together that mix all the soup up and put it into tins and all that kind of stuff and the business just want to see something go into tins somehow you've got to break that gap and identify and say, look, the goal is the same for both of us. You have your bit to do and we have our bit to do. We enable you. So, you know, without getting cocky, maybe that's the thing. IT go, you can't do this without us. And business goes, yes, we can. You watch us try and they will find a way. <laughs> yeah. They, they will, will find, a find a way. But probably of course, that's not really aligning themselves. Yeah. And they will find a way probably with tools that you don't want them to start using. <laughs> Amazing, but isn't it? that's a different story. So yes, <laughs> IT and business have different goals. And no. that needs to be something that you is need to true. be aware of. And it was quite good, the presentation we did, because you took on the role of IT. Of course. And I took on the role of business. Yes. And there was one big difference between the two. What? I was prettiest. <laughs> Do you really believe that? <laughs> oh, uh, my ego says yes. <laughs> my ego says yes. The pretty business side of the uh, presentation. All right, maybe not. 
maybe not. Anyway, <laughs> right. Cool, cool, cool. So yes, the priorities, business priorities versus IT priorities, they're not always the same. Um, and their objectives are different, of course. You know, their objective is to put chicken in soups and package it and put it in boxes and get it onto the lorry and sent out to the supermarkets. My objective is to make sure that the ERP system that's deciding where all this stuff is going and heating up the chicken and everything else... It's working. It's working. It, there's a very old story. It's a very true story, apparently, about um, one of the US presidents... Um, Which president? I knew you were going to say that, and you can see me looking there trying to remember his name. Um, it was um, Kennedy. I remembered. All right, Kennedy, who said, hey, we're going to go and land on the moon in whatever. Okay, And he, he goes to um, Cape Canaveral, where they're putting all this stuff together. And the, it's, you know, Air Force One lands, uh, if that's what it was called then, of course. Uh, but he lands, and um, he walks into this huge hangar, and uh, as he walks across, there's a guy with uh, a brush and a pan in the middle of the hangar sweeping the floor. And he says to him, and this is how stupid some people can be, hey, how you doing? My name's, um, I now need to remember his first name, um, John, ha, Kennedy, got it. John, uh, hey, how, how are you doing? You know, what are you doing? Sweeping the freaking floor. But anyway, um, he said, uh, actually, Mr. President, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. And that's what I'm doing. He had his business, which was keeping the hangar clean and everything else. But he had not lost track of his goal, which was, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. And my little part of that job is to, you know, make sure this place is clean and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's the same with businesses and with IT. They're yes. all trying to put, in this case, soup inside tins. But you lose track of it because you say, hey, I have to keep the ERP system running and making sure that the licenses are right and that the system is available and everything else. And somebody else has to make sure they've got chicken to put in the tins to put in the soup. And is there a way that you can solve it when somebody loses track of it that they are going back to a line and be on the same go goal and do the, the work that they need to have been done to get it working? I think that's one of the things that we had on the list is to try and, you know, um, identify how much they need each other. But I think having that common set of goals and objectives is true. Um, I think that this is where your internal communications are an important part of the process. So some neutral party that is not part of the business, not part of IT. Um, but uh, if, if you think about it, there are three big service providers within any organization, IT. HR and finance. Okay, they are the big three service providers. And I don't know whether there's a problem with the business and HR and the business and finance in terms of tracking where they're going and what they're doing, the same as there is between business and IT. I don't know. I don't know you whether don't HR think them themselves as whole high and mighty and separated from the rest of the business or whether because they're a people business they're kind of more sort of integrated a little bit more and i don't know whether um finance for example you know but they're running budgets and so they're available with them on a day-to-day -day basis they're spending money and of course that and so it it's kind of it's a little bit different it yes is, i know we are we are weird 
we are weird but that's okay um so i think that's there and then finally our list of little problems here is a lack of understanding about what is important to each other and i th and i think that somewhere along the way you have to find a way of breaking down those barriers yes and the lack of understanding is one of the questions we mainly had in the audience in bremen and uh, we told the guy as well, so IT needs to be able to ask the question, what is a problem you are trying to solve? Maybe business is that directly going to answer, but maybe it's just a case of, yes, keep asking them the same question until they do answer it, until they tell them what the problem is, where they want to go to with the tool. And if IT knows that better, the solution will be way better because the solution can even be that they just need some training. That's true. But you know, we, we talked about one of the techniques before about the five whys. Yes. But can you imagine IT going into a room and you and business say, hey, we have an issue with the um, uh, timing of the tins on the conveyor belt for the soup. And so IT goes, okay, why? Why? You know, it, you, there's such a... Uh, no, but then it's not maybe not the why question, but then it's maybe the question better from what is the timing issue? Is it taking too long? Is it too slow? Yeah, but again, that's trying to fix the problem. I was just trying to say that maybe potentially with IT being the way they are, they're actually distancing themselves because they're kind of, you know, it's always your fault. It's always the business that do something wrong. I, <laughs> maybe, maybe, guys, IT is around the world. I'm not accusing you of anything, but maybe... But I, but I get it. So I tell you what, let's just start looking at some of the solutions that we may have to be able to kind of pull this together. One of the big thing is they just need each other. <laughs> if there is business is not working or there is no questions from business, IT doesn't have anything to do. So if the both want to keep jobs, they just need each other. It's Valentine's Day today. We're actually recording this on Valentine's Day. And typically, it's about building relationships and supporting each other and all that kind of stuff. So maybe there should be a business and IT Valentine's Day. Ooh, that's maybe a good idea for next year. <laughs> what, do we, what do we call it? Valentine's Day. No, no. Maybe we just need to invent and say it doesn't need to be the 14th of February. You know, it's not a bad idea, is it? It's, it <laughs> no, I don't appreciate Valentine's Day, but but somehow getting them together, um, and and finding the time to actually pull them together. Because what's interesting is that as you get nearer the top of the pyramid, yeah, your CIO will be sitting next to the head of HR, will be sitting next to the head of finance, will be sitting next to the head of operations or production or logistics or whatever part of your organization is but they tend to be looking upwards at where the business is strategically yep. they tend not to be looking downwards about some of the problems but i like the idea of trying to put a program together some speed dating for inside your company <laughs> i like it i like it you throw them in a room and sit there and, and, and say, hey, what do you do? Oh, I'm the cleaner. And, oh, yeah, I'm IT. Oh, we're just better than you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Speed dating to fix, to align business and IT. That is pretty cool. I don't know how that would work out. 
neither do I, but the idea is actually just what you need. Bring them in one room, let them talk for two, three minutes and go to the next person that you have talked every single person in that room. Wow. I'm going to steal this idea. <laughs> Not the first idea of mine that you are going to steal. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, I have no <laughs> ideas. Let's not go down that list. It's <laughs> a nice one. I like that a lot. I like oh. that a lot. I don't know how I'd work it out yet, but it's fair dues. It's uh, an interesting concept. Because I think that... Yeah, no, I'm just going to leave that one there for people to think about. Speed dating to break down communication barriers between IT and the business. So. I know when we were driving back from Bremen, we were talking about, are there any tools that can fix this? And I didn't search for it. So I didn't search if there were tools. But if we are now talking, I think this can be one of the tools that one can the fix tools. the issues. We need to build an app. <laughs> I have no idea what we'd call it. I normally have ideas about this, but there you go. All this right. was totally unexpected. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It's good. So they do need each other, all right? Yes. And there's no doubt about that. And I think they know that. If you ask both sides, do you need IT? Yes, IT providers with these kind of tools. Hey, do you need business? Yes, because if business is not here, we don't exist. So they know they need each other, but somehow their priorities never kind of align. Yes. So that's cool. Uh, we talked about communications before, but we're, we're saying that we need communications other than speed dating. Yep. Um, so what other kinds of communications can we do? One of the things that I've kind of got responsibility for in, in my role is IT communications. And so I set up this great list of we're going to do all these communications, guys. That's what we're going to do. Um, and then I allocated managers for the communications. And uh, we had one communications uh, every two weeks. And we started from the first week of January. So that means I should have issued how many communications by now? Here we are. 14th of February. Uh, three? Three or four, yeah. something like Guess that. Guess how many we've done. One? Zero. Zero. Even when it's all set up for us, we still seem to not find. Yes, that but you thing. need to. If you, I think, if you want to work on that idea, you need to have someone that is keeps changing the managers, and telling, "Hey, you need to do this communication." Yeah, no, that, that that has been fixed. It's called Power Automate. And they send out every five minutes an yep. <laughs> request. An email that gets sent <laughs> seven days before they do it, five days before they do it three days before they do it on the day they're supposed to have it published. Do it every five minutes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, when my guy came to me and said, okay, how often do you want this workflow going? I went, yeah, let's just do seven and five days. I don't think Power Automate Flow will fix this issue. I do think you really need to have a person responsible and telling, hey, you need to do it. Because the email of the Power Automate flows are most of the time lost in all of the rest of the emails are being lost in all of the other... No, uh, I don't disagree with you. It's a bit like you nagging me to do cloud-built stuff that I haven't quite got around to yet. So I need you, you have done it. Need you. I have done it now, yes. That is true, for at least the next step. I've keep, so. t I've keep telling you that you need to do it, and <laughs> you have done it, so, so you're it right. works. You should be Power Automate in five minutes. Um, but, but actually, the reality is that you, the 
people involved, even though they, yes, I like this idea, let's make sure we do more communications. When the reality comes down, you've got to give it a priority. And that, I think, is where yeah. we're missing on this. But that's okay. But um, that was just way of communicating what IT is in the business. Trying to raise their profile is important. Uh, I will get this fixed. That's okay. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, but uh, now I've got the workflow running and I tell them that you're going to get harassed. Um, <laughs> then we may see that one with Amazon changing. But but I think, you know, if you've got salespeople, they will tell good stories to the business. If you've got marketing, they will tell good stories. If you've got support, they'll tell good stories. The end of year Christmas party, the CEO was telling us about the nice percentages of businesses we got in. But IT don't tell their good stories. No, and... Um, do you want to have IT communicating by email or do you just want to get them impersonally involved with business and start the communication from there? Because maybe good you can have a drink or an after work once a month and get IT and business there. Can't and do that. <laughs> business would say, that's why IT is so expensive because they keep going out on these jolly events. It doesn't need to be out of the office. You can do it in the office as well. No, we have an anti-drink. Nobody said there needs to be alcohol, alcohol. involved. Damn, <laughs> but what was the name of fun? You can't have an, al an, an IT event without alcohol. You Just do some lunch during... Uh, you are right, to be honest. I agree with you. And as much as I'm arguing about it just for the sake of it, Yes, but as I said earlier, we organized some events with business and we had one and a half people turn up. It's when you are giving presentations. Okay, so we're not allowed to do presentations if you do that. No, you just need to bring them in one room that they start talking, that they okay. learn to know each other. Without alcohol? Yes. You're back to speed dating again, aren't you? No. You sure? Yes. Because all these people are going to go in the room and talk to each other. Yes, but if you are going back to the speed dating, then you are setting them down on a table face to face. If you bring them in one room together, you will notice that IT and business will be separated in that room, but you need to try to mix them then. Got so, it. I fully understand. So how many times have you been speed dating? You seem to know a lot about it. Never. I just <laughs> saw it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so yes, the, you do need to be a bit creative around the communications, there's no doubt of it. First of all, you need to do some, that's instead of none, so that is one of those fixes. And the second thing, you need to try and find a way where you get some common messages in there and that yep. people understand what IT do, uh, so that when they have a problem, they can say, oh yes, IT, I read an article that IT says they've got this service desk that doesn't get enough calls, let's give them some yep. calls. So in my company, the, the responsibility of the service desk is amazing in their is wonderful in how she communicates. When we have a company update and she needs to give a service desk update, she always makes it fun. Yeah. Last time she put up a, a graph and everyone was curious about why is that graph in there? And they have uh, darts on the service desk. So they do some fun things to just... And it was how many holes they put into the uh, wall behind the darts. <laughs> and she made a graph of it. And uh, we saw that in a special month it was going up again. And that's how she announced that she has someone new in her team. Nice. So 
But that kind of communication, everyone keeps in mind because it's fun. People love about it. Yeah. So. We missed an opportunity every at the end of the year as part of our share and grow, which is like an IT get together monthly event. Uh, we always do statistics. So, you know, I go to my team and how many emails we've done this year, how many people have accessed SharePoint, how many, how much data have we put into play, how much phone calls, that kind of stuff. Um, and um, uh, every Thursday is dirham day. All right. So for those that don't know what a Belgium dirham is, it's kebab day. Okay. And this is IT. And so we used to have a piece of paper that went around on a Thursday that said, what kebab do you want? And so we then phone that through to the kebab store and then we just turn up there and we all sit down and they have all the meals ready and you leave and you tell them what number you were and then they have the price and it's all very efficiently done. This is IT. So we said, just a minute, we need an app. All right, so no word of a lie, somebody built an, a, a Dirham app, <laughs> all right, on, um, I'm not going to say how they built it and what application, but it was a SaaS solution. Um, and so now you just go online and you order your uh, your Dirham and away you go. So, of course, when we get to our end of year statistics, somebody went, hey, we've got all these statistics around the kebabs that we've been ordering this year. And so not only did we do how many emails, how many uh, security breaks we saved, how many of this, how many other, somebody actually said, and this is how many kebabs and dirhams and how many ad fries and how many cans of Coke. And it was really quite good fun. But it's a great story, you know, and I know those statistics, dirham or not dirham, but to dirham or not to dirham, <laughs> that is the question. Um, but uh, yeah, I seem to be on stand-up comedian form tonight. <laughs> so you're struggling to get a word in edgeways, I'm sorry. Um, but um, Mark took those statistics, the legitimate statistics, to the uh, leadership board and sort of said, look, guys, this is where we are with stuff. And they were, wow kind of pretty amazing in terms of just some pure numbers and then I thought to myself that needs to go down you know we also need to tell the organization the scale of stuff and yet failed and who's responsible for communications in my organization from IT at the moment oh me so maybe I need to kind of pick up some of these more fun things because it would be useful yes and the fun things are the things that people will remind it all it's yes you are running a business and you are working very hard for your company. But you need to make some kind of communication just fun to keep to have people attractive and listening to it. Yeah, but it also needs to be not just the only fun things we do. So no. it's it is it is very valid and something. It needs that to needs be in to the be right done. balance. So yes, different ways of communication. The other thing that um I'm very, very good at um is podcasting. Um, I mean, I've got all the kit laid out here at Dots, uh, which is basically a, a co-working place, so it's just a normal office. There's nothing to stop me taking this into the office and getting guys to do podcasts, and we can get that out there as well. So there are no excuses, really. No, there aren't. Kind of feeling more and more ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Um, all right, so... Um, one of the technique, one of the things we said was think about some techniques to align the business more, and we we talked about have a poster. <laughs> yeah, we yep. all make chicken soup or or whatever, but yes. that's not that easy, is it? No, and um, it's hard to get everyone available for some kind of those kind of things, and like I 
said to you earlier is I can't believe that there are no tools or techniques available in the world that does do these kind of things. Well, there are a number of things. I mean, I think there's one or two things that, that I've seen tried, and, and actually we've tried them as well in, in uh, some contracts just recently. Uh, one is that uh, the monthly IT get-togethers actually have somebody from the business explaining what they do. So I think last year we had the customer service guy, we had um, the uh, finance director, uh, and one or two other kinds of organizations. And they all came and explained to them what they do and how IT support them in their role. So that's one technique is to actually invite the business into those more formal sessions or the, the key people. Um, and that works quite well. Uh, so it gave us insight. But you've got to do it regularly. Yes, it's like I told earlier to bring business and IT together yeah. every month in the room. Um, I do think another thing is a little bit like Sandra is doing with her gaming. Maybe you can have some gamification to bring business and IT together. Not sure it is existing, but... That's an interesting question. Um, as long as IT win, then that's okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a bad idea, because Sandra also said that she had some hacking games uh, for small teams, team building. Yep. Um, and I really did quite fancy that. Uh, but I was thinking it more of an IT league for hackers uh, to bring to do some IT stuff. But there's no reason why that shouldn't become a... Yeah, but you can organize every six months a gaming night in your organization and have some nice fun games where they actually need to describe what business is doing or what IT is doing at a fun way. Yeah, I think there's possibly it's something is possibly there. The problem, of course, is that um, we have train drivers driving all over the place. We have people in different locations, so everybody came together for the Christmas party. Um, yep. But yeah, you don't get a chance to do that. So I think it needs to be done a more on a neutral kind of basis. But um, yeah, it's not a bad idea though. Generally, sit there and put a, a quiz together of businessy questions and IT questions and... And some other general... Teams quiz night. <laughs> yes, why not? It's way better than blind dates. <laughs> but yes, that's potentially one way of doing it. But it's not a bad idea. Or you could just do it passively. You could actually have it as a communications item on your internet. Hey, five IT questions that you should know the answer of. And then maybe business can say five operational questions you should know the answer of. Finance can do five. You know, you can have one every month that's something that sort of uh, talks about it. But again, we talk about these ideas and we think they're brilliant ideas and they are brilliant ideas because they're from you and me, but you still got to action them. <coughs> yes, and putting them on your intranet. Do you have statics, statistics of your intranet, how many times it's being visited? It's SharePoint. We always do that, yes. Because if the people don't go to the intranet, it will be hard to have the response from there, so you need to promote it Agreed. as well. Agreed. Everybody gets the intranet because it's the default site on your browser. So we have lots of high numbers. And how many people are really reading through that page? Not my problem. <laughs> uh, Moraine, I think it's your, in your space, matey. So, yeah, you need to do that. But that's okay. That's pretty cool. You, you have heard me. I've talked about the intranet, so there I know that there are many failures on there, but yes. 
I, I don't disagree with you uh, about where that goes, and that was what you were talking about in your presentation, of course. Uh, is that how you can make it more easy to get so, to and all that yes. kind of stuff? But I think it's right. I think, I mean, the next one we have in there is asking the right questions, but we've already covered that uh, a little bit. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, so just sort of a bit of a recap, really, on what we've said to each other, because we've come into an item where we wrote down that says a common set of goals. Um, and I think that really comes back to the first thing we talked about, is how do you come up with a kind of campaign, a communications campaign, or a kind of set of statements, um, or uh, an interactive something or other that has a common set of messages that you know you identify the goals that you're doing, even if it's successive. So IT supports the ERP system. The ERP system supports the production of our products. The uh, Salesforce system supports the part of getting connections to our customers. You know, the logistics system makes sure that they get delivered to our customers. I think potentially there's a chain there and everybody then feels what their role is. Maybe that's one way of communicating it. That could be. But are you going to communicate to the next one in the chain or to the chain directly? Don't know. Don't know. But it is, it is a common set of goals. Everybody understands yeah. what the common goals are. So I don't know the answer. No. I, if I knew the answer, we wouldn't have this problem. No. And, I'm and just don't get me wrong. I'm not suggesting for one minute that the companies that we work for are all completely disconnected from IT and the business. There are some very good relationships. So, for example, application design in IT tends to be closer to the business than network support. Yep. Because they are obviously one step away, whereas network is probably three steps away. So it's... Uh, it's not always sort of such and such a negative thing. No, it's not. And to go back to the common set of goals, um, it's more about keeping track on them and everyone keeping on the same line that you need to do because most of the time they know what the goal is going to be. Yes, and I think when they when you have to work together, people don't have a problem with it. I mean, I think generally IT and business, they know each other. Um, but maybe they don't always talk to each other uh, unless there's a particular reason to. Yes. So one of the things we talked about in our model, just referring back to that, um, was that our first session was really, uh, you know, about uh, what the problem is and, and what the, the need is um, that you're looking at. And the second one was about ideation. And that ideation was the first one where this was business and IT having to work together yep. to come up with the different kinds of solutions that are needed, whether IT have to create the solution or whether business need to change a process to resolve the solution. But that was it was so important as part of the process that it rapidly becomes a joint owned process yes. to actually get to a positive output. Yes. Um and I do think we had a nice example in our session about how we have done it for yep, another project. Of course, project. We, we're perfect. <laughs> no, we are not perfect. We've changed a lot of a lot of things, and I do think our first episode can help a lot of people already with that, with going back to brainstorm. Yes, bring a bunch of people in the room and get them to be positive or to identify the problems and then to look at those yep. solutions and put everybody on the level playing field. We're all in this room. We all have post-its. We all have pens. Uh, let's just write down our yep. different perspectives of where we are. Let me tell you why we use Shadow IT 
and let me tell you why you shouldn't and then let's try and work out how we can meet in the middle before you use shadow IT or before I tell you you're doing something wrong and, and where that land is. Yep. And I think our final bullet on the list here is one way of trying to do that, kind of build that foreign office, that that exchange of information, that neutral sort of yep. area, which is the wonderful word of ambassadors. Yes, ambassadors, key users, call it like you want to. But I do think when these people are involved and they are happy with the product or they are happy with everything you are doing, they are going to tell a lot of people about it. And a lot of people will wondering why, oh, why don't we use it? Can we are going to do it? Can we help with it? So you really need to get them involved and hoping they are supporting your products. Because it can be that an ambassador isn't happy with anything what you have created or doing. No, but I think the ambassador program, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. So I just put that on as a no, it sounded very negative. I didn't mean to do that. You're absolutely right. You're creating an environment where the ambassadors can say what they think. And trust me, initially, it's going to be negative. The idea of the ambassador program or any kind of ambassador program is about turning that around and about improving these things within IT. So, but an ambassador generally uh, has his goals and priorities as a business person. An IT ambassador has his goals as an IT person, but you put them across the table. <laughs> Here we go. We're back to our uh, uh, blind dates. Um, but by putting them in a position where we're about talking uh, technology and how technology can help your business, and we're here as business trying to tell you what we need and how you can help, um, then I think it's taking everything a long, long way. Yes. So there we go, set an ambassador program up. Was that the problem gone then now? No, the problem is not gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, if you want to solve all of this problem, it's really searching and finding out what is working for your business. Because every business is working differently. It's just we providing some kind of information about what we have done and how we would try to achieve the, all of this to fix the problem. Now, I think I, I agree entirely. And it doesn't really matter which of these ideas we talk about. They're all going to require some kind of effort involved. Yes. Any kind of change, any kind of adoption requires a real effort. We already know when we want to roll an IT system out, we have to think about the change and getting people understand it, taking the ad car process of awareness. And, and people desire. don't like changes. No, people don't like change. But we have to change. We know that there are the shadow IT, uh, business distrust of IT, um, IT's ego against business, whatever the problems are that we talked about earlier, to get over them, you're going to need to put some effort into it. Yep. Um, and we've given you a few ideas. Uh, um, uh, uh, speed dating. <laughs> hey, don't don't knock it. Actually, you know, on a more business like level, you could set up coffee meetings. So um, you set a chain up of people that says to have a coffee meeting. So uh, I have to have a coffee meeting with John, and John's job then is to report. So you tell everybody, hey, this is the meeting we had. I don't know whether it's on a chat line or whether it's on. Um, engage uh, or something like that and then John's job is to then go and have a meeting with Charlie now Charlie could be somebody in marketing 
Yeah, so they have a coffee 10 minutes and they put on, hey, we had a drink today and it was good and Charlie's now going to go and meet somebody from operations. So you could actually have those kind of um, chain letter type of meetings where one goes to another. Uh, But again, people still need to want to do it. So maybe there's some incentive. So every time you have a coffee meeting, you get a coffee meeting medal that is stuck on your, you know, whatever it takes. But that's another way of being able to do it. The ambassador program, that's probably the number one thing to look at yes that's the one we or i see in most of the companies yeah so they start with the ambassador program and they do some really nice things about it um like creating apps to know who are the ambassadors so if a user is having issues going to talk with them and be giving them some responsibilities or just do an announcement of it and do it with some fun things like uh, sugar beans. That's Sh- not sugar beans. Yes, another organization that's the launch of their ambassador program with sugar beans. So every employee had some sugar beans with the logo of the ambassador program on it. Ah, so they nice. knew it was existing. So it are uh, crazy things or do it with a bag of candy or something like that. But do it to every employee. Yeah, I've also seen uh, drop-in centers, so drop-in cafes and cake and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so again, putting yourself out there as IT to, to a meeting with the business. But a lot of these are the case where people go to their office and their desk and they don't do that anymore. They don't always do that. It's not been so easy. But uh, again, it, it helps break those communications down. It's easy to send those kind of things over to people at home. Uh, that's true. It costs more money then though. But I, uh, but I get it, it you're does, not wrong, but, yeah. you're not wrong. Different discussion. <laughs> all right, so then just to finish off here, so what would be your number one way from all these things we've talked about here, would you try and, and improve communications between IT and the business? Well, the ambassador program, I did a lot of uh, already a few times, so I do like the coffee chain you just explained, so maybe that's something to try next time. I think I'm going to try and I, I have this communications thing to do, so I am going to sit there and uh, get that kicked off and, and harass people. I'll take a, a, a leaf out of your book uh, to to keep people uh, motivated. But I also do believe that um, using some of the skills I have, this knocking these podcasts together, I think would be a fun thing to try and break that down as well. Try and uh, do some interviews with business and IT in one go as one podcast. So that's my takeaway. So no asking me in two weeks' time whether I did it or not, all right? Oh, yes. I might not have had a chance by then. I will ask you. Yeah, okay. All right, this is good. So I I think it's an interesting process. Um, The the model we'll talk about, so, you know, need, ideation, getting the buy-in from the appropriate people with the money, um, and then basically looking at the UX and looking at the end solution and then looking at the dev to the design this and the agile process. Bringing systems together. Yeah. So we have that model which we will cover. Uh, but we wanted that first one to try and say, hey, okay, in the needs section, how do you get business and IT to talk together? And I think we've put a good few ideas out there. Yes, we did. It was cool. fun thinking about these, these things. It was. <laughs> it was. Uh, there was no snow on the other day, so we didn't have to worry too much about the drive back. So we got to talk about it. Yep. Uh, maybe that's what we should do is we should take business and IT and send them on a car rally, two people in a car and say, hey, go and drive for an hour 
and talk about why business and IT don't talk to each other. That could work, but that could have also given a lot of issues. <laughs> you could watch people come back and out whether they get out of the car quickly or, or slowly or whatever. Or they could lose the way. <laughs> yes, get lost, find a pub. <laughs> All right, yeah, they're good. Uh, maybe that's a good idea, bringing people together in a pub. Just, uh, could do, <laughs> could do, yeah, or part of the fun. I think, I think the bottom line is, is you're right. It's about just getting people together, uh, and it's about helping them understand, as we said. So I think that uh, that's a form of communication. So there you go. I'll just take everybody for a drink. <laughs> All right, but it doesn't matter. All right, it's good. So there you go. Uh, fusion talk. Uh, is about talking, is about communication uh, and our approach to bringing things together. And we hope you liked our approach. Did you like this podcast? Yes, I do. It's a good job you said that, really. You wouldn't say you didn't like it, would you? Um, no, probably <laughs> not. I still don't like to listen to my own voice, but that's a different thing. Yeah, well, that's but why you've not listened to any of them then. I have listened to all of them except episode four. Okay. Cool. But another thing, uh, maybe we didn't bring it up, but you, uh, we are doing another project, It Depends Quiz. The It Depends. Maybe that's a good idea to bring business and IT together. As a quiz. As a quiz, like we do with just 90 seconds answering a question and go on to the next one. Maybe, maybe. Well, I think that there's lots of ways. So, yeah. So let us know if you try any. Let us know if you think that we're talking crap. Well, we probably are, but that's okay. <laughs> no, 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 I don't think so. I think there's some neat ideas in this. And uh, and if you try any of them, we have a number of channels now that you can communicate yes, to us on. Yes, we have X, where you can find us, LinkedIn, yep. and even on WhatsApp. We X, what's X? Twitter, yeah. Twi previous Twitter. Nobody is using Twitter anymore. Have they all stopped now? It's all X. I think so. All right. We also set up a WhatsApp community. Community. Thank you. So if you go to that and try and search for Fusion Talk, then you should find that. Yes. Um, and so, yes, we can talk about that. Or if they don't want to do the communication directly within Fusion Talk, just reach out to Steve or to myself and yeah. you can find us somewhere. You can search Sai Steve anywhere, and uh, I've been around a while, so that's good. All right, so anyway, Steve's saying goodbye, and then he'll hand over to Anouk, and she can say goodbye. So I uh, hope you enjoyed it. It was good fun doing this. Great thinking about it. So uh, if you're using the ideas, as I say, let us know. So hi and bye from Steve. Well, thank you for listening already. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. We did with the ideas we just brought up. So thank you, and listen the next time. Bye. Happy Valentine's Day. Yes, to all the people out there. Welcome to Fusion Talk. With Anouk and Steve.